This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com technews. That's ShipStation.com technews. Mayor Adams fails to register his Brooklyn rental property with NYC Housing Agency again. It's Wednesday, January 3rd, and this is your New York Daily News. Tuesday's forecast calls for cloudy skies in New York City with a high near 45 and a low near 35. Before today's top story, New York Governor Kathy Hochul on Tuesday proposed a plan to broadly wipe out some New Yorkers' out-of-pocket insurance co-payments for insulin, the ubiquitous but sometimes pricey diabetes treatment. The plan would cover New Yorkers on state-regulated insurance plans and would amount to the strongest ban on insulin costs sharing in the U.S., saving New Yorkers $14 million in 2025 alone, according to the governor's office. About 21 percent of New York Workers have health insurance regulated by the state's financial services department, according to government data. This will be the most expansive, most expansive insulin cost-sharing prohibition in the nation, Hochul, a Buffalo Democrat, said at a news conference in Manhattan. About 1.6 million New Yorkers are diagnosed with diabetes, according to Hochul's office. The governor's insulin proposal is part of a broad package that she is set to unveil next week in her third State of the State address. And Governor Hochul on Tuesday expressed support for strict limits Mayor Adams has placed on asylum-seeker-filled charter buses entering New York City and called a workaround Texas has apparently used to send city-bound migrants to New Jersey frustrating. Both she and Adams suggested in separate news briefings that municipalities in New Jersey now serving as drop-off points should consider their own rules to limit when the buses can arrive with Adams saying those towns could issue executive orders similar to one he introduced last week. Over the weekend, about a dozen migrant buses arrived in New Jersey, emptying their travelers onto city-bound trains. The arrivals are the latest in a deluge of buses, many of which have been directed north by Republican Texas Governor Greg Abbott, that has resulted in an estimated 160,000 migrants flowing into New York City since 2022. The diverting of buses to New Jersey comes after the Adams administration introduced an executive order last week limiting migrant bus arrivals to 210-minute windows on weekday mornings, saying that allowing the buses to show up without warning at any time was injecting chaos into the city's processing of asylum seekers. Find these stories and more right now at nydailynews.com. Mayor Adams faces potential fines for failing to register his Brooklyn rental property with the city's housing agency last year, the latest in a string of violations at the building, according to public records. Under city law, landlords must file registration statements with the Department of Housing Preservation and Development once a year, spelling out details about properties where they charge rent from tenants. The requirement is meant to make it easier for the agency, known as HPD, to keep tabs on rental properties and ensure they're in good condition and in compliance with all applicable laws. 
Yet, Adams was hit this past November 21st with a violation for failing to submit a registration form for his row house on Lafayette Avenue in Bedford-Stuyvesant, which contains multiple units he's renting out to tenants, HPD records show. The violation, which remains open, states Adams' previous registration on the property expired September 1st, meaning the building has, as of this week, sat unregistered for more than four months. Landlords who fail to register their buildings on time can face fines of between $250 to $500 per violation per city law. A City Hall spokesman didn't immediately return a request for comment from the Daily News on Tuesday on whether a fine has been imposed on Adams. HPD, which is charged with maintaining the city's affordable housing stock, did not immediately return a request for comment either. November's registration snafu isn't the first time Adams has faced registration issues at his Bedsty digs. As first reported by the news, the Lafayette Avenue building went without housing preservation and development registration status for 12 years, from 2009 until 2021. Even though Adams campaign spokesman Evan Tease said in 2021 that he would update the registration immediately, the mayor failed again in 2022 to register the building before its permit expired, resulting in another violation. Since becoming mayor, Adams has also been slapped with nearly a half dozen summonses for alleged rat infestations at the Bed-Stuy building. He has gotten multiple of those summonses dismissed after appearing before administrative judges to make the case that he's doing everything he can to eradicate four-legged pests at his property. According to his latest tax return, Adams collected $19,850 in rental income from the Bed-Stuy building in 2022. That's markedly less than the $24,600 he raked in 2021, a drop Adams spokesman Charles Lutvac earlier this year attributed to the fact that one of the mayor's tenants only paid rent intermittently in 2022. Lutvac would not elaborate on why the tenant isn't paying rent regularly. The Lafayette Avenue property first landed in the headlines in 2021 after news reports raised questions about whether Adams truly lived there during the mayoral race he went on to win. Beyond the registration issues, records show one of Adams' tenants on Lafayette Avenue filed a complaint with the Department of Housing Preservation and Development this past October 9th, complaining there was no heat in their unit. The department closed the complaint without issuing any fines, though, because an inspector was not able to gain access to your apartment or others in the building to inspect for a lack of heat or hot water, an entry in the agency's database says. If the condition still exists, please file a new complaint, the entry adds. For more on this story and for the latest in New York City politics, visit nydailynews.com and follow us on social media at nydailynews. Thanks for listening. My name is Imran Sheikh, and we'll talk more on Thursday. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.